Magneto Funky, Walkabout number 58. It's Thursday, December 14th, 2023. Hey, welcome, or welcome back. Larry here. This episode goes a bit off topic, running a thought experiment based on a project management exercise. The music features a few fresh eclectic tunes dropped through the inbox over the past month. Okay, that was Sunny Day by The Regime out of Sydney. Or rather, The Regime's jazzy soul outfit, Pro Uno. It's the title cut from their brand new album of sun-kissed 70s soul, dropped on December 1st, just in time for Aussie summer. And the whole album is smoking, by the way. This is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, personal journal of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics with a focus on mobile energy independence and creative West Coast wanderlust. My pod page 
is 1223studios.com slash mwalk.h. I'm on Instagram at mfunkywalk. On SoundCloud at mfunky, where episodes are up for a limited time. And despite Z-Dog not letting me post episode links anymore, my page is facebook.com slash larry.winfield.967. Okay, the itinerary veers slightly off track. The result of a public radio news piece on project management that could be applied to any kind of project. This thought experiment came after I decided to run my custom G-Bike plan through a pre-mortem, imagining it had failed and looking for the weak links. Now, the biggest one, aside from failing the motorcycle class and not getting the M1 license, is failing to build a working motorized bike in first place and having to buy a new or used regular motorcycle to pull my trailer. One of the major issues of that change is my strong reluctance to parking a 125 or 150cc bike outside, which would be much easier to steal off the street than a bigger, heavier ride. I'm only considering a smaller engine motorcycle because of price and maybe I'd get some leeway in bringing it indoors. Well, that led to the question of whether it was even legal to bring a motorcycle inside, and are people doing that? Well, after searching blogs, forums, Reddit, etc., I discovered that, for example, it's not illegal to park a motorcycle in an apartment in California. It largely depends on your landlord and whether your elevator will accommodate the bike's size and weight. Another consideration is the safety issue of keeping a container of gasoline inside an apartment. If you're actively riding the bike, that's one thing. But if, say, you're storing the motorcycle indoors for the winter, you can always drain the gas tank, but then you risk it rusting on the inside. Uh, nevertheless, Many people have been parking their motorbikes inside for years as furniture, uh, works of art, and as wingman helping score on a date. I even saw a video series of a guy updating gear on a Honda Navi doing it in his apartment. So it really does come down to your relationship with the building management and what floor you live on. Uh, in the end, the project pre-mortem found more weak links than expected, something to consider over the holiday season. Okay, Center Stage continues with a couple short sets of new music released in the last month or so. First up is Mad Magic, the latest single and video dropped by Pixie Punk out of Los Angeles. Don't let anyone try and steal your magic. And this song's about staying true. Nice. Then it's Friendly Fire by Mildreda, an outfit from Belgium whose brand of dark dance meets hard electro is on full display on Blue Deviled, their sophomore album dropped on December 1st from German label Dependent Records. Bad apples, scare tactics, 
Okay, second short set opens with High Flyer, the latest in an EP's worth of new tunes released by Kay Jizzle out of Stone Mountain, Georgia. Uh, swing by his SoundCloud page and check them all out. And we wrap the set with Dusk by Del Rey, the badass from Venice who conducts a spaghetti western symphony of the post-apocalyptic West on his album Desolation and Radiation, released back in June. And it's been getting rave reviews internationally. Remember what I said to you tonight. If you're afraid of dying, it's because you've got something that's worth living for.
Okay, the log begins with the heavy skies and spotty rain days of the holiday season. Now that Turkey Day has come and gone, and the relentless drive to Christmas is on. With the extended time until this episode, I did make some progress. My shift to real food and an increase in protein over the past month has dealt with my feeling fatigue from minor exertion. Uh, that also led to me looking at a mini exercise bike for working the legs on those rainy days. It's the type that you place under a desk at work are used for rehab after lower body surgery. The hitch in the whole idea is, once again, the lack of any local store having a simple one in stock. I mean simple, as in costing less than 50 bucks, or finding one in any store within 30 miles. And I'm sick and tired of shopping on Amazon. Oh, speaking of not Amazon, the weather did point out another hole in my list of gear. I mean, I have the field jacket for the relatively mild coastal California winter and the rain suit, but not a winter cycling jacket that can handle both rain and chill. So to fill that gap, I looked at jackets reasonably priced. Of course, not so locally. And as much as I hate shopping online, I did turn to an alternative to Amazon. Uh, and I've used them before. The Singapore-based outlet, Light in the Box. They had a nice winter cycling jacket for 15 to 20% less than anything I could find local, including shipping. So I ordered it as a Christmas present. Uh, meanwhile, my other Christmas present, the Camp Ground Chair, arrived, which took longer to get here from upstate New York than from friggin' China. Anyway... Nothing was bent, torn, or broken. The thing weighs less than a pound, and the back support feels solid enough to hopefully last a year. The best part is that I'm now at 90% of my tour packing gear, and that's probably it for scouting gear. Also, I think I'm finally done with the extended dental season, now that I got my corrected upper plate that I should have had a few months ago and my smile is no longer crooked. If I was able to see the dentist more than once or twice a month, I could have wrapped this up a long time ago. At any rate, this was the last medical hurdle between me and any serious writing. But first, I have at least one more tent practice session to test out the shorter guidelines and the ground chair. Then, at long last, I can say pre-launch preparations are mostly behind me. Okay, for one more tune, we close out with One Small Step, a progressive electronic ambient piece by German band Solitaire, a.k.a. Elmar Schulte and Rüge Gleisberg. This is from the Project Records release Nocturnes and Fearless. Well, actually... It's a reissue of the band's final two albums from the mid-90s. In fact, three tracks were used in the 1998 film Blade starring Wesley Snipes, including the opening scene. Nice. I discovered how to pasteurize synthesizers.
Well, okay. Hey, this show is a 1223 Studios joint. Show notes and band links are on the pod page, and episodes are now on Amazon Music and Audible. Send email to mfunkyzine at gmail.com. If you like the show, subscribe already. Tell your friends it's roughly every two weeks, and... Okay, parting shots. If I took on all the political and actual atrocities bubbling right now, there'd be no room for the holiday season. But I will take note that Netanyahu's army of vengeance is close to, if not surpassed, slaughtering 10 Palestinian children for each person murdered by Hamas in the name of defense and for keeping Bibi out of prison. A Milai massacre of staggering proportions with way too many cheerleaders in the corporate press. Stateside, other than the GQP proceeding with a bullshit impeachment of Joe Biden, which is a mere speed bump compared to his approval of the Israeli genocide campaign, I'm still voting for Joe, regardless of any of the issues I have with him, even as I'm still royally pissed that the monkey-wrenching asswipe and corporate chaos agent known as Louis DeJoy, is still running the U.S. Postal Service into the ground. Meanwhile, I'm done with anybody still wondering why MAGA numbnuts are being fooled by Orange Jesus. They're not fooled, not bamboozled, or not brainwashed. They remind me just how many Americans were friendly with fascists and frankly pro-Nazi before, during, and after World War II. There is no reconciling with these mofos who want a white supremacist dictatorship, a.k.a. the good old days, only defeating them on election day and saving the country once again. Okay, enough non-holiday hot air. Let's end on a seasonal note. Because of the hassle of trying to pull off the Thanksgiving dinner of my childhood for one person, I'm beginning a new tradition. I'm just going to do my favorite side dishes. And instead of the big turkey, ham, and fried chicken triumvirate, I'm adopting the urban Jewish custom of Chinese food for Christmas. Hey, as long as I cut out noodles and white rice, there's a full selection of goodies to nosh on from Christmas Eve through Kwanzaa. Oh, hey, I'm still doing Hoppin' John on New Year's. I'm keeping my cornbread. Show themes, Acid Trumpet, Back Vibes, and Spyglass by New York musician and composer Kevin McLeod. Bike Bell Number 3 by CDRK, found at freesound.org. The next episode will be the final episode of the podcast in this format, a shifting to a video-oriented production. This was going to happen anyway once I started regularly writing. The last audio show will drop sometime in January. Then I'll spend the winter working out the new format. So stay tuned. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my Garrett in the Mission. Still in San Francisco, working to get on the road and off the grid. <laughs>